0: the making. Overtime Sports Show is here. What's up, everyone? My name is Greg Gross. My partner in crime for the next hour is Dan O'Brien. Dan, how we doing, buddy?
1: Oh, we doing lit. We doing lit. We ready to rock and roll on this mother. Once in the making, just rainy Wednesday Wednesday night here in St. Aug, but hey, we ain't caring. We talk about sports. we living it up.
0: I love it. I love it, my man. There's nobody else I'd rather be doing this with. It's been a a journey for me, for you. I've been talking about this for for quite some time. And I'm just I'm thrilled and excited to be here. Glad you're you're doing this with me, our inaugural episode. I think we owe it to everybody just to, to talk about why we're here, what this show is all about, what people can expect when they tune in. You know, you and I have talked a lot about this off air. I don't want to speak for you, but I know that you're a diehard sports fan like I am, we eat, sleep, and breathe it. We love to talk about it all day, all night. And, you know, what I think for this show to be is an opportunity for me, for you, to talk about sports, share our love and our passion with sports with other people, you know, provide a, a platform for folks to engage us with um, and just have a good time, man. And that's, that's what I'm looking for. What about you?
1: So, yeah, Sam, you hit it right on the dot. I mean, we're uh, we're going for... Pretty much blue collar guys, regular guys. We're not celebrities. We're not athletes. We're not anything like that. We're just lifelong sports fans. We talk about sports all the time. We'll get lot more episodes into the show. We'll talk about it. I mean, we've been in a fantasy football league for ten, almost 10 years. So we uh, we talk about sports all the time. I mean, we, we've had multiple group taxes with all of us where we have uh, friends talking about sports, talking about sports, and just sports, sports, sports. And we just live, eat, and drink it. So, you know, couldn't put it better yourself. We're just. Really, just trying to connect with the the average fan, the average person, and and no uh, no major celebrities here, no major, just regular dudes. That's that's kind of where we're going for. So
0: yeah, man, I think you nailed it too. You know, we we are regular dudes. You know, blue collar opinions. You know, we're we're the average Joe. You know, and uh, there's a million of them out there like us. (laughs) You know, we we can play host here, and we can get others like us to to call in. You know, you can tweet at us. You know. We'll engage with the listeners, read the tweets, read the emails, you know, eventually we'll be taking phone calls, we'll do this thing live, but, you know, I, I want to get opinions from people out there, and I want to share my opinion with folks, so, you know, we we can spend hours talking about, you know, you, me, our background, but, you know, we're, we're here to talk sports, and people are going to learn about us, you know, over time anyway, so let's just jump in while we're here, man. Yeah,
1: let's do it. Talking and roll. Any other
0: directions we can go, but. You know, NFL is king in the country we live in, and I think we got to start with that. Tons of stuff that happened this past weekend. I don't know about you, but I got to lead out with what I think is probably the most impressive storyline so far this season. Got to go with the Dolphins. I mean, what they did, in my opinion, this past weekend was nothing just short of historic. I mean, almost setting you know the all-time record to points scored in a game. Putting up seventy on the Broncos, you know, you can make the argument that maybe they were rubbing it in a little bit. I don't know, but I just got to give props to the Dolphins. I thought they were going to have a good season this year. I didn't know it was going to be quite this impressive this early. Um, I had them top five, at least top ten, and right now it's like they're, they're one or two, depending on who you ask. I mean, what do you think? What,
1: you impressed yes, them the way I am? Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins and 70 points, the uh, really cool story about that game, too. I don't know if you've been doing some reading, but Mike McDonald, the, uh, the coach, he was a uh, ball boy for the Broncos. So they got a little really? backstory and a uh, story I heard today, actually, on Twitter, read it that um, he actually tried to interview before Nathaniel Hackett. He tried to interview for the job and they just turned the other cheek. So a lot of this yeah. game was, yeah, a lot of this game was was uh, towards the Broncos, kind of like a punch in the face. However, they didn't really rub it in because they had the ball. They were able to kick a field goal and, and they could have got the record. The record 72 points back in 1966. So the record yeah. was 72 and they decided not to kick a field goal. So I think there was a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of hate towards Broncos and a lot of like, Hey, this is what I did. I was your ball boy. Hey, you didn't do, you didn't even interview me for a coach. I mean, that's yeah. kind of like a slap in the face. So they, uh, they also did this all without Jalen Waddle who, uh, who is arguably yeah. one of the top five receiver? I mean, he's he's ridiculous. I mean, they they had seven hundred yards of offense. They had seventy points, uh, two touchdowns from Mosser, two touchdowns from uh, Achan, the the rookie, and um, Tyree Hill. I mean, we can't even say much about Tyree Kill. He's just yeah. they call the Cheetah, and he's the Cheetah for a reason. So yeah, really, crazy stuff, man. They they got a fun team, very very fun team.
0: They do. They they're exciting to watch. You know. You're absolutely right. They did it without Waddle. I sometimes I kind of forget because how many points they put up. You just assume that he was out there. But to me, that's that's also part of what is impressive to me is they spread the ball. You know, they had most, like you said, four touchdowns. The other running back, four touchdowns, oh, yeah. 200 yards. Everybody was involved. I mean, to the point where, who was it? Mike White comes in as the backup. And uh, Oh, yeah. Mike
1: it White comes in. And, yeah. It's Everybody
0: kind of funny. He was a the
1: backup for the Jets. He was back yeah. for the Jets, and he'd be rocking and rolling in the Jets now with old Zachy Boyd. And uh, just funny that the Jets let him go, and he came in and scored a, had a long touchdown. So it's it's, it's just funny. They, yeah. uh, they're rocking at all cylinders, as they would say.
0: Yeah. You know, like you said, like with McDaniel and, and the team in general, rubbing it in or not, I don't know if you noticed, I, I saw a little bit of a classy display, I think, at the end, the handshake between McDaniel and Peyton. It looked like there was some gamesmanship there where, you know, I think Peyton understood they could have went for the record. They could have rubbed it in even more. But, you know, McDaniel, by all accounts, seems like he's a pretty classy guy. You know, I don't think he's out there to humiliate anybody. You know, they they I think they accomplished what they set out to accomplish by making a statement, you know, they got everybody involved, and he didn't need to take it further, which I thought was pretty cool. So
1: Good on him. Oh, very, yeah, very cool. I mean, not, not to go too far into McDaniel and more of his background. He has a, they did an article about him in a, a feature on ESPN week one. And he was out of the league for two and a half years. So in his office, he has a sticker that says 865. And that was the number of days that he was out of uh, the, the uh, NFL. He was an alcoholic. He, he almost lost his. Almost lost his marriage. So I mean he's got the motivation in his office. It's just like looking right up and it says eight six five. I mean, I'm not made the exact number, but it's about two and a half years. And uh he's just he's really in it to win it. So he's he's not gonna he's not gonna let anything get in his way this time. I mean, he's he's an offensive mind. I mean, he came from Kyle Shanahan and also came from Mike Shanahan, so he's got he's got a lot of experience and, and it's showing this year. I mean, year two, he's just out of the gate rocking and rolling. So not to well, spend too much time on that class. game, but yeah, so it's um 865. I can let me look it up real quick. I get the exact number, but it's it's a really cool story. Like I said, ESPN did one uh, week one on uh, Prime or ESPN Sunday Kickdown or Kickoff, and let's see, I'll get the exact. Uh, Is that the number of days
0: he was out of the league or something you said? Yep.
1: So it's uh right here, 865. Um, reading it. So yeah, he was out of the league for 865 days. He got caught up in alcohol and drugs, and it almost cost him his career. And it's a, it's just a good watch. You know, it, I'm not trying to give people away from yeah. us, but it's just a really cool thing. I mean, he has that as motivation. I mean, I, I think it's really cool. 865, it's it's like I said, it's right there in front of him on his office, 865. And if he's having a bad day, he goes up 865 and then just gets back to it. So very cool stuff, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, man. I mean, uh, yeah, so that, that was... And that's another one. I mean, we have another one we can kind of move on. We have only three teams, three and oh. I mean, they're they're legit teams 49ers, the Dolphins, as we just talked about, and uh, the Eagles. And the Eagles, yeah. the Eagles got a squad. The Eagles got a squad. I mean, Buccaneers yeah, are down, they but they, they live on Monday night.
0: Yeah. You know, I heard some rumblings on some other shows, you know, the the MVP favorite early on. Um, and it, there's a case to be made for Hurts, I think, you know. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Folks on the show, Versus, um, the
0: listeners, will eventually learn about me and and you as well. You know, we're, we're Giants fans, so it hurts me to admit that. Oh, yeah. but Um, you, you have to. I I don't think you can ignore Hertz. You know, he kind of struggled a little bit his first year in the league, but you know, last year, this year, he, he's he's taken command of that offense. Um, you know, like I said, much of the hurts, We do admit it. He he's here, and I don't think he's going oh, anywhere. Um, they surrounded him with some weapons. You know, they. They brought in Brown, they've got Kavata, you know, now bringing in Swift. Uh, you know, this year he's he's got the tools. I don't know that they get over the hump again this year and, and actually get the Super Bowl, but, you know, it, it's within the cards. Um, and, you know, if they don't get it this year or next year, I think he'll start to feel the pressure because they're a lot like the Dolphins. Like I said, I think they've got – a lot of weapons for him on the offensive side of the ball. When you look at the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I looked at their lineup the other day, last, you know, Monday when they played the box, and looking up the defensive side of the ball, it, it amazed me some of the names that have been out there. London Fletcher, I feel like he's been playing for 15, Fletcher 40 Coffey. years now. Fletcher Coffee is still a Fletcher. household name, and they've got talent on both sides of the ball. So, you know, they. To me, they're, they're going to be up there at the end of the season, probably win the division. I mean, the, the Cowboys definitely give a run for their money this year. I think they, they're, they surprised me a little bit too. You know, maybe I, I shouldn't have been sleeping on them as much as I was. It, it's hard to always take them seriously. But, yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles are here to stay.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, and uh, not to correct you this early in episode one, but it's uh, Fletcher Cox, London Fletcher was an old middle linebacker back in the day. So um, yeah, you know, you just know. a quick little, uh, quick little one, two, three. But uh, you know, going you off the Eagles, going off the Eagles. You look at Jalen Hurts; he won everywhere he was. I mean, he won at Alabama. He had some struggles, but he won at Alabama. He won the national championship. He won at Oklahoma. He was a top five Heisman finalist, and you know, going off last year, I mean, he's his last twenty one starts; he's twenty and one. So. You were talking about Hurts maybe being an MVP, but if you remember last year, he was he was going towards the MVP, and the only thing that stopped him is that back injury. So, you figure he doesn't get that injury. I mean, he's he's looking at the he's looking at the MVP. I mean, you got Patty Mahomes, which you can't get take that away from him. But I think Hurts is a more prolific runner than uh, Patty Mahomes, and he he has bull style. I mean, they they have bull style. He can run and pass, and then the Eagles are just a veteran team. Like you were saying, we're both Giants fans, so it, it hurts to say it, but. I mean, they got the line. I mean, they have Jason Kelsey. He's been in the league 13-plus years. They got Lane Johnson. He's been in the league 10-plus years. And they got Molata, Jordan Molata. He's been in the league probably close to 10 years. I mean, those are the the studs up front. And then you move to the defensive side. You got Fletcher Cox. They have um, this kid, Jalen Carter, who they just picked up. He he had some problems at Georgia. He's a rookie, but he he was uh, had some issues because he – we'll get into it another time. But long story short, he – he was uh, doing a racing, and one of his teammates died. So there was a lot of red flags, and that's why he fell so far. But Jalen Carter, he's a stud. They got Darius Slay. I mean, they got they got some good players. So I mean, it's it hurts to say it, but yeah, the Eagles are looking good. I mean, they're they're here to stay. I mean, Hurts just signed a huge contract, so he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. They're, and then they're built
0: to win now for sure.
1: For sure. I mean, I, I've been you know gearing up towards this podcast. I've been watching a lot of uh, the Kelsey podcast with the uh, Jason and Travis, not to push out any names, but I mean, listening about Jason Kelsey's career, he's been a center for 13 years, banging heads, yeah. 13 years. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And him and Lane Johnson and Jordan Malva and Malata, they, they've been around forever. So, yeah, you know, not to not talk about the Eagles too much, but then going on to the the third, you know, undefeated team, the 49ers, I mean, they got a squad too. I mean, look at Ber- Ber- Brock Purdy, Mr., you know, the last number two sixty five, the last drafty. I mean, he came out of nowhere last year, and they just signed Bosa, and, and they got a squad. I mean, what's? I yeah, love Purdy,
0: he, man, and, yeah, and Purdy's and a beast, man. Was good at Iowa
1: State. So he was good at Iowa State with Brees Hall. Him and Brees Hall were at Iowa State for four plus years, so they were long starters. So it's just, um, you know, going. I guess experience counts. That's 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 what we're seeing with Purdy. It does, man. I, I you know, they're calling him what Mister Irrelevant, last pick of yeah, the draft. Yeah, Mister Irrelevant. That's that's, kind of that's what it is. Last pick of the dribbles, know, so they call everybody, Mr. Relevant, if you're the last pick, 265. So
0: Yeah, and, you know, they're they're giving them that opportunity to to put that chip on his shoulder, you know. I mean, um, the, the 49ers, the start of the year, they were my most complete team, and you know, there's a couple teams of Dolphins, like we talked about, are giving them a run for their money now, um, but they're still up there, you know. Until somebody beats them, I don't know that it's going to come from within their division. Um, You know, they'll have to see, you know, the Rams, the Seahawks, um, Cardinals a couple times each. Um, I don't think any of those teams are even in the class of the Niners. But, you know, it'd be interesting, you know, to see who else. um, I haven't looked at their schedule, but I don't know what's uh, the toughest team that they'll face this year. And if they've actually been tested, you know, the Giants last week. I mean, they kept it somewhat competitive for probably the first half. But, you know, I think we all knew. That game kind of played out the way we expected, you know, especially the Giants not having Barkley around. It was really just a matter of time before the 49ers pulled away the way oh, they sure. did. Definitely. So, and you know, pull up the rest of the schedule. And yeah, I got
1: it right here to the left. So we got the Cardinals next week, like this Sunday, that's going to be a win. Then they got the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are looking good, and then they go into Arizona, and Arizona shocks them. So who really knows what the Cowboys are about, to tell you the truth? You know, it's just true. You know, they. 40 40 to nothing against the Giants. And then they beat the Jets, what, 40 to 10? And they were, you know, highest point differential. And then they go in Arizona and Arizona is supposed to have one or zero wins and try to get that first round draft pick. They lose to them. So the Cowboys, then they go to the Browns, then they go to the Vikings, then they got the Bengals, they go to Jacksonville, Tampa, at Seattle, at Philadelphia, that might be a nice game December 3rd. That could be undefeated teams and or one or two lost teams. Then you got the Seahawks, the Cardinals, Ravens will be a nice game at the commanders and the Rams. So they, they got a pretty doable schedule. I mean, I see possibly one, maybe two losses in there, if that, so we're looking at, you know, 15 and two, 14 and three possibly. And that's, that's pretty legit.
0: That is pretty legit. You know, I mean, it, it looks like, you know, again, I don't, I don't think they're going to get much competition from within their division. So in all likelihood, you know, they're, they're winning that division probably almost, all but guaranteed a, a playoff berth and, and maybe even oh, that sure. you know, first round by um, it'd be interesting to see how they play some of the teams that I think have been a little bit of a surprise this year. Like, you know, Tampa kind of had it hard this past week against the Eagles, but at least in my opinion, the, they look a little bit better than I think expected. Um, and you never know, they, they could make a little noise for San Francisco later on in the year, you know, guys get banged up um same thing like you mentioned I think they they, there was the Bengals in there the Bengals haven't looked good so far to start this season but you know they're a team that can obviously turn it around quickly with Burrow so there's a couple games in there that I think will be a good test for San Fran to see exactly what they're made of because they're another one you know like I said most complete team in my opinion they're just loaded with talent on both sides of the ball um you know they're a well-coached team so you know they're they're Similar to the Eagles, man, you know, it's kind of put up or shut up. You know, I, I think the road to the Super Bowl, you know, from the NFC side of things definitely has to go through one of those two teams.
1: Oh, for sure. And, and you know, one more comment on the Niners. They're playing with house money. I mean, they got block, Brock Purdy as that 265th pick. I mean, he's getting paid league minimum, if that. So they're putting all their money elsewhere, which they have. I mean, they just – they paid Bosa. They got Kittle. They got Debo. So they're, I mean, they're they're doing what they got to do, just they're playing with the house money. So if they can capitalize on that house money, I think anything but the high, you know, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, and then last year they played the Eagles in the conference game and then Brock Purdy went out. They had to put Josh Johnson in and that's the reason why the Eagles beat the 49ers, in my honest opinion. So yeah. it's um, it's it's exciting stuff. I mean, these these teams are, like you said, the complete team. I, I couldn't agree with you more. They have a very complete team. So, yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, I mean, just... let's
0: take a quick time out, and uh, I know we got a lot more to cover. We can switch gears into some college football. I got some thoughts. I want to poke and prod uh, your opinion on some things. Some of it may hurt a little bit, but uh,
1: we'll, hey, that's uh what we're here we'll
0: for, man. Take a quick time out. We'll be back in a minute. All right. are back we are back what's up
1: dan still doing good oh man just living it up man back in action back in action let's love do it. it
0: love it i want to switch gears now that we're back I want to slide into college football for a few moments before we went to break i know it hurts but i had to do it i got to get your thoughts on the irish everybody sees the hat on the head you're repping it you're still repping it proudly, even though things didn't go your way. I know it was tough on Saturday, but give me your thoughts. How are you feeling?
1: So, we, you know, we're we're feeling good. We we never really show up in big games, and this is the first big game that we showed up in. So I was watching the game, watched the whole game from Buffalo Wild Wings, obviously drinking bears, hanging out, eating the wings, but was very, very, very happy with our squad. We played our balls off on defense. Our offense looked good. We got Sam Hartman. I mean, we, we showed up and that's, that's half the battle in college. We were home, we showed up. I mean, that, that last play is unexcusable. I mean, 10 guys on the field, that's, that's, that's just not good. But, you know, we, I think we, we were, we were tired. Our defense played, like I said, nonstop balls of the wall for 48 minutes. So not 48 minutes. Yeah. We have 48 minutes and we just, we kind of just got tired is, is what I think. I mean, we, if you look at the replay on that last play, we had 10 guys on the field and where they scored the touchdown. We didn't have a lineman right there. So that was that. I think I think we were just tired. We came to play. I mean, Marcus Freeman, he, he's the real deal. We, we we everybody knows the they're all my friends tell me, oh, yeah, Notre Dame, they're going to just suck in the big games. I think we shut all them up. I mean, half the battle is coming to play. We got a good team. We got young players. We got good recruits coming in. We still have a hell of a schedule. I mean, we only dropped to 11. We were nine. So we only dropped two spots. We played Duke this week at Duke. We also have another game at Clemson, in Clemson. And Clemson lost. They have two losses. But, I mean, Death Valley, they call it at nighttime. It's going to be a night game. That's going to be something. And then around Thanksgiving time, we play USC. And everybody knows about USC. They're, they're uh, number eight right now. They got the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. That game's also at home. So we still have a lot to play for. Uh, My friend, John, who I watched the game with, he said, you know, a lot of teams are going to hiccup. They're going to have hiccups. There's not going to be an undefeated team. So if we just play the way we played Saturday night, I have every faith in my squad that we're going to come out swinging. We got, we got, we got everything we need. We just, like I said, we, I think we just tired out. So we very happy with the squad. That's why I'm still repping it. I mean, I I ain't going to leave my Irish. I mean, they're my boys. I I ain't leaving them. I ain't leaving
0: them. I love it. You know, that's something people are going to learn about you and i over time it's you know we are blue-collar guys we're, we're fans just like everybody else you know there's there's hosts out there have their shows and you know if you do journalism right you could make the argument that you know your job is to be impartial but you know we're, we're passionate fans we're, we're fans first you know and and podcasts you know creators hosters second you know and and i know you just like me you know i'm a Giants, Mets, Devils—those are my three go-to's, and you know that's never going to change. And I know you got yours. And Notre Dame's one, and that's why I had to oh, ask yeah. you. As much as it hurts, I had to see, you know, how you felt about the game. I know Very it's good. tough to talk about. You know, for me, an outsider looking in, I was obviously just looking for, you know, some good football action. I, you know, I root for your teams when I can, and you do for me. But I, you know, like others out there, just wanted to see good football, and it was a great game for really the, the entirety of the game until it wasn't until the end, probably like most other people, I didn't realize they only had 10 guys in the field. And, you know, it, to me, it feels like we were cheated a little bit because when you realize the other team's missing a guy on the field, at least in my opinion, I wonder, I played the what if game, you know, I start to think, okay, if they had the 11th guy in the field, Would they have stopped them? You know, like you said, when they run the ball up the middle like they did, sure as hell it looked like, you know, (laughs) that was the reason why they didn't stop them because there should have been a guy there. But you still don't know. You know, you can't, you can't jump that conclusion. So it feels like I felt like we were cheated. When I saw that graphic first come through somewhere on social media, I I did a double take and I almost thought it was fake. You know, I thought somebody was was messing around and then I looked at it again and it, it saw it was, you know, kind of circulating a bunch of sites and I was like, Saying to myself, "Wow, they really didn't have the right personnel," and not only once but twice. Right? I mean, I think yeah. they they ran it twice, which that I think makes it a little bit harder of a pill to swallow. But um, you know, like you said, I, I've come to know a little bit about you know your your coach. He seems like he's the real deal. You know, he oh, yeah. seems like he's got the support of his players. You know, uh, there's some people out there that. Want the hot take? You know the, they're spewing the lava like he should be fired. You know, and oh, no, I no, don't agree no, with no. that either.
1: No, he's I only mean, in his second know. full year. He's not going anywhere. He's not yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's it, not going anywhere.
0: Like you he's said, gonna, uh, I, it'll yeah. be interesting. Your schedule, you know, knowing that you still got a couple ranked teams out there, um, you know how you guys rebound from this game. You know, it, it's it hurts to lose the way you did, um, but you know, you guys didn't get blown out of the water. You know, you played them tough. It came down to the final play. So, you know, I think um, it was a good showing. I think there's a lot to be proud of for you guys and to build off of that. So I'm, I'm really invested now to
1: see how you guys do the rest of the way. Yeah. Not to uh, bewilder the point that I just said, you know, we very happy with our our showing. We, I mean, if you look at the college football playoffs, we've made it a handful of times we get blown out of the water every time. And, I think anybody can ask me, Brian Kelly, who was our former coach, I believe uh, he just wasn't ready for the big stage. And a lot of that was his recruiting wasn't there. We didn't recruit speed. We didn't recruit. We didn't really recruit anything other than skill. And I mean, Notre Dame is a hard school to get into, so you can fill in the blanks there. But like we didn't recruit skill. I mean, we didn't recruit speed. And the, the transfer portal is also a huge thing we're getting a lot of players in the transfer portal portal and and that's big around college now. I mean, we last couple of years, we've been getting some studs. I mean, look at Sam Hartman. He was a five-year starter at Wake Forest and he transferred us and he's, he's having a heck of a year. We got a Roman Harper. He's our safety transfer from Oklahoma state. I mean, he's, he's another transfer piece. So what we did this year, I think Marcus Freeman, he's a, a former player played linebacker at Ohio state. So he, he knows the players he's been out on the recruiting trail and we're recruiting differently than what Brian Kelly did. We're, we're going for speed. And we're going for skill, and we're we're just rocking that transfer portal because we've we've always been known as some might call us tight end you, some might call us lineman U. I mean, we, we we put out a lot of good linemen, we put out a lot of good tight ends, but the skill positions, running back, wide receiver, and quarterback, that's what we've been lacking. But you know, Marcus Freeman, he's he's really doing it. We we got some top recruiting classes coming in the next couple of years, and and not to say what you said, I mean, very very happy with the showing. We we could have easily lost thirty-one nothing, and then there goes our season, but. To lose 17-14 and only drop two spots in the rankings, I mean, that's pretty impressive. I'm, I'm pumped about it. So we yeah. we have more time to play. I mean, we we got – I went over the schedule. We, we got players. We got teams we are going to play, and we just show up and play like we did on Saturday. I think we're going to be good to go.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you guys are becoming a destination spot, you know, almost the way – you know, I don't want to com- make comparisons, but, you know, Alabama, you know, become a household name. You know, people know them. <laughs> They get all the five-star recruits you know they, they basically get their pick year after year sounds like you guys you know could be the same way you know you build a program the way that they've done and you know the the talent kind of
1: starts to come on their own you know oh for sure and i mean notre dame's notre dame i mean we people are going to either hate notre dame or love notre dame and that's that's what i hear everybody i mean we we do what we want and we haven't an in, we're independent so technically we make our own schedule and a lot of people hate that but yeah but it's good for us on the recruits. I mean shoot, you saw who we played we played Ohio state last year. And this year, that's a top marquee. We always have rivals with uh, USC and we got to play five ACC teams. So, I mean, Notre Dame is, is becoming a place where people want to come. And, and like I said, it's independent. So there's no, you know, we're going to be in the spotlight because we have our own NBC. We play all our games on NBC, about 90% of the games are on NBC. So they're going to be on the national spotlight. They're going to be on national TV every week. So I mean, I think we're up and coming. I mean, we, uh, Marcus Freeman is where it's at. So I'm, I'm very, very pumped. Yeah.
0: So I got to ask your opinion on this too. You know, it's outside of the Irish, I think probably if you're like me, the, the other game you were tuning into, which probably goes for the rest of the country too, is, is the buffs, man. I mean, there's been all
1: that
0: that hype on them and uh, you know, I think a lot of people saw it coming. You know, there was a lot of talk about the matchup. My eyes were on it. You, you follow the college circuit a lot more closely than I do, but, but I was dialed into it and I was pretty eager to, to see what happened. And I think a lot of people thought that this was the, the first game on the schedule where it, it was really going to end the way it did. Um, maybe not quite as devastating, but I, I think people saw an L on the schedule for the buffs Um but just the way it was, and really how they got just all just shoved down their throats, you know, for 60 minutes it seemed was was kind of astonishing to me, you know. Probably I guess because of all the talk, and, you know, the, the way Coach Prime carries himself. Um, but I, I was almost equally as surprised with the way the the Dolphins put up so many points in as I was. With how just one-sided that that Buffs game really was, I mean, did you did you expect it to be that? I mean, did you expect it to be close, or, or was it what you thought?
1: So, I mean, you're not really knowing too much about college, but we're getting you there. We're getting you there. You know, one step at a time. Uh, okay. Oregon, Oregon is a uh, they're a top five stadium for loudest in college football. So you go to Oregon one, that's it's going to be rocking. Two, Oregon was a top ten team. They got a lot of experience. funny stat about Bo Nix, who their quarterback is. He actually transferred from Auburn, and he played against Justin Herbert when Justin Herbert was on Oregon. So this dude's been in college five-plus years. So they got experience there. I mean, uh, another thing is for Coach Prime, the Buffs, they lost their best player, Travis Hunter. I mean, he got blindsided against Colorado State. This man was playing 90-plus plays on defense and offense combined, and he's a skilled player. I mean, he was going back two years ago. He was a five-star recruit. Uh, florida state had him and he decided to not go to florida state and go to jackson state where coach prime was so he's got a relationship with coach prime and it's just that was a huge thing and also i think they just got ahead of themselves i mean they i don't know if you know this stat but it's a really cool stat they 90 percent of their team about 95 percent of their team are all new players they only had about a handful of guys that put, stood over from last year and they were one in 12 last year so i think they had five players and i think you get 120 on a college football roster so you know 100 plus players are brand spanking new so week yeah. one you know tcu they lost a lot so that was a 21.00 point underdog. they won that game and then nebraska nebraska's nebraska like beat nebraska and then colorado state i mean that was a lot that's a robbery game colorado state colorado i mean who knows with no matter what the talent is that's that's the robbery game and then you're going to go on the road to oregon i mean i think they just pretty much got what they had coming to him. I mean, I like what coach prime's doing. He's doing a lot of unorthodox things. I mean, you can tell he cares about his players. I, I watched a clip where they said, uh, Travis Hunter, he texted coach prime and said, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm playing this week. And coach prime said, no, you're not. I care about you as an individual more than a football player. So I mean, you can tell this dude cares about his players. And I think that was the two factors. I mean, getting ahead of themselves, going to Oregon and then not having Travis Hunter. Cause he's a, he's a skilled player. So, I like what they're doing. And then this week, they got another one. They're going to USC this week with a noon kickoff. So that means it's going to be 9 o'clock in USC. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I mean, they're not in the top 25 anymore. Um, I think that the quarterback, Shadu Sanders, I think he's the real deal. He, he's he's putting up some really good numbers. He's a stud. He's a beast. And when Travis Hunter comes back, I mean, they're going to be doing good. They'll definitely make a bowl game, but all you need for a bowl game is six wins. So yeah, I, I like what they're doing. That's-
0: that's interesting, you know. I um I I'm glad you said what you said and your opinion is what it is, because people are gonna finally, even on the first episode here, get to see us maybe disagree a little bit, which is nice, you know. Um I, I you mentioned Travis Hunter, you know, and how important he is to the team, but I don't know. When I think of his absence, I, I compare it to Jalen Waddell, you know. I mean maybe Hunter means more to the buffs than Waddle does to Miami, but I just, you know, a guy like Waddle being out, we talked about it. They didn't miss a beat. You know, you almost, I, I forgot that he wasn't even there because their performance was so dominant. And I, I look at a guy like Hunter, you know, yeah, he he, he would have maybe made the game a, a bit closer and a little less lopsided, but, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think it was that much of a difference. I, I think the, the, the quality of the team's, you know, and the skill on the field was really just that wide of a gap. You know, you, you mentioned um, the stats. I, I did hear about the, the 90% turnover of the team, which is 100% impressive. I mean, you know, it, it takes, you know, a heck of a lot to to get the team ready, you know, when, you know, 95% of the guys are, are brand new, learning a new system, learning each other. Um, you know, so I think the early success they've had is, is you know, Pretty remarkable, but I, I do think the what we saw this past weekend is evidence of really just a gap in skill more than it was, you know, a guy like Hunter being out. But um, you know, that's what makes the world go around, man. You got yours, and I got yeah. mine. So
1: I'll, I'm just gonna beg to differ on that a little bit. And and, and when yeah. you're saying that, you, you compared Travis Hutton to Travis Hunter to Jalen Waddle, yes. However, I compared Travis Hunter to Shohei Otani. It's two players in one, and what I mean by that is. Travis Hunter is a five-star recruit at cornerback, and he could be arguably a five-star recruit at wide receiver. So you put him on the field at both positions, he's he's a weapon. I mean, they're going to put him on their number one receiver on defense, and then you're going to put him on their number one receiver as on offense. So, I mean, you were saying that, I mean, yes, there was a big skill difference. But I think Travis Hunter there, maybe they don't lose by that much. They make it a little bit quick yeah. closer because, like I said, I mean, you you see you you see what Show He has done, and I mean, Show He or he's two players in one, and that's that's what I I compare Travis Hunter to. So yeah,
0: it's kind of like that know. Swiss Army
1: knife. He does a little bit of oh, everything, for sure, right? for sure. I mean, he yeah. he's been in the backfield, he's been on the wide receiver. You know, he's been a wide receiver, and and I mean, he he was playing ninety plus plays, and he was ready to do it. It's just the guy got a cheap shot in his ribs, and and that's what happens. But you know. I mean, it, it's similar to Jim and Waddle, but like I said, it wasn't. But no big deal. Like I said, we're getting going back to the stat. We're getting you small steps into college football, so we'll get you there. We're not worried about it. But we'll get you there. That you are. Yeah, we'll get I'm you there. You know.
0: I'm getting more invested. I'm I'm watching yeah. the game day in the there. morning now.
1: Yeah, we'll get you at DOB level one one of these days. You know. Yep. We'll get you there. I um
0: I've been following you know I'm, I'm a USF grad so I've been I've been following the Bulls a little bit you know. I, they're not ranked they don't give me they don't give me much to to stay entertained you know
1: week in and week out but uh I, I do i'm paying more attention to them as well yeah i went there for a semester i think you knew that and i actually went there when they were number two in the nation they beat wake uh west virginia and actually stormed raymond james so that was fun and my brother and all of his friends graduated from there and i actually went and saw them playing auburn when they beat auburn so that was a really cool experience so I got a little love, love for USF. A little love for USF. You know, A yeah, little I remember, bit of love. A little bit of love. They must be Alabama a couple of weeks ago. They lost by a little bit. So, yeah.
0: That was you impressive. Know. You know, I, I thought keeping it close with that game was going to make this this past weekend a little closer, too. But
1: um, yeah, we'll do a blast from the, the past. That was my boy. Matt Grothy was there. Matt Grothy was, was an awesome quarterback, quarterback. So he killed Oh, him. really? Yeah, Matt Grothy, my dude. We'll see if nice. we can get this out to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like oh, it. I like it. My
1: dude. Yeah. So
0: nice. So um, I think we can switch gears again and we can probably do it without going to a break. We
1: oh, got, yeah. For uh, sure.
0: A special segment for people. And uh, you can tell me if you want to go first or not, but I'll set it up for the folks who are going to be
1: listening and watching. Would we'll you go first? I so. got a nice little entrance for Mama, man. Oh, yeah. All, all right. Up, all right. I love it. Ah.
0: So what, what we're doing is uh, Dan and I are – are we like to hit the the drink in the bottle every now and then, especially when we're watching sports. And uh, we got a, a segment we want to do each week when we drop an episode that we're calling Beer Review. And there's and we a call beer Thirty. It's nine
1: thirty-two, but, hey, Beer 30. I mean, we're two That's minutes right. off. We could do it's Beer, beer 30. 30,
0: baby. Beer 30. So, yeah. Every week we are going to feature, each one of us will handpick a beer of our own, um, sourcing it somewhere locally. Dan's up in St. Augustine. I'm here in Sarasota, so we're not exactly in the same part of the state. So there's there's different beers around us, but we're going to handpick some beers and each week we'll feature a new
1: one. We're going to
0: Take a, a couple sips. My man Dan will will probably pound the whole thing in in a second or two. Hey, hey but man, someone's
1: got pound beers, my man. Might as well. That's right. That's <laughs>
0: right. But we're gonna do a, a well, live yeah. air taste testing, basically, and uh, it's gonna be brand new for both me and him. Uh, these will be beers that neither one of us, um, you know, has has tasted before, and we're we're gonna give our honest opinion about it. And uh, hopefully, maybe that'll help some people that are, are watching or listening. You know, their their tailgate Saturday or Sunday, you know, if, if they listen right. to our feedback and we love it, they'll try it and hopefully love it as well. And, you know, if we hate it, we're going to say we hate it. And maybe that'll help people save some money and, and they don't have to uh, spend their hard earned dollars on something that we don't think they'll enjoy. But with that exactly. said, Dan, I'm going to well, just one, jump you, right into it yeah, and you show you what know, I got here.
1: So what we're going to do, uh, just uh, just to throw it out there, um, we're going to try to do locally to like St. Augustine, Sarasota. But I'm thinking Just a a nationwide, I mean, I got beers that I've never heard of, and that's what I'm going to go with. So we could be either, you know, local or we can do what we're going to do. So, yeah, go ahead, not to interrupt you, my man.
0: Exactly, Exactly. you know, this is uh, near and dear to my heart. I'm going to have to show it on the camera here. So I don't know if you can read this.
1: No, man, bring it it closer. Oh, Italian boys, my dude.
0: Never, never heard of it before.
1: Neither have I. Where's it from?
0: It said Ology Brewing.
1: Is that I'm local? assuming
0: it's from Billy. Let me take a look at the back of the can. Ology Brewing Company. It's from the Tally. From the oh. Tally. Oh, damn. Like Tallahassee,
1: Florida. So I didn't even check that out. Yep. We got some, maybe some future guests from Tallahassee that might be able to know about that. All right. We might. We all might. right, all right, all right. So,
0: exactly. So I chose this for a reason listeners viewers out there don't know yet but i got italian in me so it, it speaks to my heart and yeah. it's a pill you know we, we've all got our own different tastes dan you know i'm not the biggest ipa fan on the planet we're getting you I
1: there don't. too just like college football, we're getting you there. There.
0: i'm not afraid to try there.
1: anything but yeah. but this is there.
0: what i think is going to be my go-to so dan i know you love this sound hopefully you can hear it
1: yeah <laughs>
0: That, that, that's a wonderful sound, and great uh, I'm going to take a sip here and just let it soak in for a minute.
1: All right. I'm going to get mine going while you're rolling. How are we looking?
0: It's not bad. It's All not right. bad. All right. It's it's a little – it's hoppy, more than I would have thought
1: for a Pilsner. It's but, probably got um, – yeah, yeah, Nice.
0: It's it's not bad. It's um it's crisp.
1: Oh nice. But like it is that.
0: it is a little hoppy.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: This would it would be good on a game day. It's not it's not a something you pound. It's not your ultra. It's not your coors light. Your bud light. Your oh, we light. don't we
1: don't drink ultras on this one. So get that one out. We nah, don't drink yeah, ultras yeah. on this podcast. We don't do ultras, that's my true, man. You know what I do when I see people with ultras? I knock it out of their hand instantly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. We, you we know, don't do ultras. They're not going to be our sponsor, you know, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: we don't do ultras. Sorry, boys.
0: <laughs> so I think we have to kind of come up with a rating scale. I think it's simple enough to keep it, you know, one to 10, kind of yeah. go anywhere in between, do the decimal point rating. If I had to give this a rating, I don't want to be too critical, especially on the first try, but I also want to—I want to be fair. All things considered, I would probably give this. This is going to sting for my 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 Italian friends and Ology no, Brewing Company no, here no. because I'd oh, like no. to, I'd like to visit them one day up in Tally
1: and actually see. Well, we'll be there. We'll be there. What their no, brewery's like, but
0: I don't love this. I mean, it's. It's good. Mm-hmm. Hang on.
1: Yeah, yeah. A couple more sips,
0: Two sips. Everybody knows the rules, right? Yeah, everybody knows the rules, that's, man. That's an ode to our,
1: our bar school friends. Yeah, and the pizza. yeah, yeah. That was, yeah.
0: I got to be honest. That was a little bit of an inspiration when coming up with this idea. Oh, yeah, when we were talking about the this. Pizza yeah. Thing covered, which is genius. But, Very you know, genius. like I said, everybody, you know, most people like to drink beer when they're watching or talking sports. So I thought this was appropriate. Oh, for sure. i got to go.
1: Six three on this. Oh shit. It's six it's three. That's my low. height, bro. That's my height. I uh, like it though. I'll take it. That's my height. Six three. I'll six, take three. it. I'll take it. <laughs> no, I like that. That's clever. Right, man, I like it. It's very clever. So, That's what we do. Six
0: three. Not not the worst, but could have been better. Would I buy it again? Probably not. There's so many out there. I don't think this is a repeat for me, but it's uh I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna get it, get it down. So
1: I like it. I like it. All right. What you got without for me? Th- Oh, without further ado. Let me uh let me get my theme music going here, see if we can figure it out once I get the theme music going. Let me All see right. it.
0: I'm trying A to lot. think, guess in my head what you
1: got. All right, we ready? Yeah. <laughs> yup, you ready? <laughs> uh-huh. And then look at this. Oh man. Yeah, Stone Cold, Steve no Austin, broken skull, IPA. My dude. So it's uh, El Segundo Brewing out of California. It's uh, IPA 6.7. So we're going to go a little ready for this bad boy. Oh, yeah. So
0: before you take a sip, let me set the stage here so we know things are equal. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you've never had this before,
1: right? Never had this before. I've been looking for it for years. Um, Got a friend of mine, Chris Dolan, could be a a future guest for us. But uh, we've been looking for it. And I finally found it in my local ABC store. And... It's, uh, yeah, I'm pumped for it. So I, I got it yesterday. I wanted to drink it. I was like, nope, saving it for the podcast. So I have never had this before.
0: All right. Now tell me before you take that sip, what type of beer is it? What's the alcohol content? Any backstory? So we got a right? uh,
1: Broken Skull IPA. It's a 6.7 alcohol by volume. And, um, yeah, Stephen Austin out of El Segundo Brewing out of California. He's, uh, everybody knows Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love him. Everybody loves him. He's a beast. Right. So, Let's see what she let's see what he's got for us <sighs> oh man that's nice so you wouldn't like it and the reason why i say that you're not an ipa guy it's just your typical ipa beer it is wow it's pretty phenomenal and i got a little bias because i love me some stone cold steve austin but um yeah it's uh it's it's a typical ipa it's not too hoppy i would i would um it's just very good and, and I love it. I would give it probably. Yeah, one to ten. Dude, eight, what you got on it? Eight point five or. Eight
0: point five. Wow. Yeah,
1: okay. I mean Stone Cold is my dude, so I can't go lower than eight point five on Stone Cold. I got it.
0: So you you would get it again, man. If you saw it, oh, yeah. you get it again. You oh, yeah. recommend it to people?
1: Oh yeah. Like yep, Broken Skull IPA, and it's got the old Stone Cold skull on it.
0: I like I like the can. They, they get props yeah. for the artwork
1: for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Steve Austin's Broken Skull. It's, uh, yeah, I love it. It's, it's delicious. So nice. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a good segment. I mean, we can, you know, once we get some feedback, beer 30 could be the name or we can change it up, but I, I like, it. yeah, that.
0: exactly. And like now, it. you know, we got a footing for next, next show we'll have a brand new set of beers and, you know, some more ratings. And, and like I said, hopefully people find this, Helpful, you know, I mean, I'm always on the lookout for good beers. I know you are, too, and there's a million oh, yeah. choices out there. So why oh, yeah. not take the opinions of people that are, are drinking new things every day? Um, you know, like you said, we are going to be getting stuff from wherever we can get it, you know, all over the country. We, we are in different areas. I'll be yeah. honest. I got mine from Total Wine. Where Did you get yours from the same?
1: Uh, ABC Liquor. I'm, I'm ABC. sure you have those in yeah. Sarasota. It's a Florida yep. company, but um, they got a pretty good selection. We got a total windup in Jacksonville, which is about 30 minutes for me. It's, it's in a bad part. Of, it's not a bad part of town, but it's in a bad part of town for traffic. So it's hard to get up there because it's going to be like an hour and a half ordeal. But yeah, um, so far I've gotten lucky with uh, ABC. I got a couple of local liquor stores, Browdies, also where I can go. And yeah, also we have uh, three breweries here in town, which are badass. So I can always get growlers from them. I mean, that's a situation that, that, that we can we can go check out. I mean, you can do the same from your places out there.
0: That's exactly what I plan to do. I mean, you yeah. went down this way, and, and we've hit a oh, couple yeah. of the
1: local breweries. And
0: you know, for anybody that Old Sun you know, City, right? right? Is not that what it's called?
1: Huh? Sun City.
0: <laughs> Sun City. Yeah, you 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 like that place, you know?
1: Yeah. Creamsicle beer. I hate to creamsicle.
0: Yeah, you know it, it, that that beer is it is a creamsicle. It's a, it's true to its name, you know. So
1: also, <laughs> well, I, I hate Belliano. to disparage
0: <laughs> any place in this area, but. I'll be honest. That is one of my least favorites. It's just it's small. The beers don't speak to me. They wouldn't be in my top ten breweries in this area. But we do have yeah. a, a pretty good number of breweries down here in this oh, yeah. sort of Brandon area. So you know, there's oh, yeah. there's some healthy competition for sure.
1: So oh, for sure.
0: That was fun, my man. I, I'm glad I we love did that. It, I'm already looking forward to. We could try to do like week. a cheers on the
1: camera. What do you think? We'll do a little one, two, three, and see what we got. This ain't a chugging beer for me though. No, we'll just do a little cheersers. Oh, okay. Cheers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I like it. I like it. Oh, man. I love this beer. Stone cold. If we get Stone Cold on here, that'd be pretty cool.
0: We got to get him.
1: That's a great idea.
0: (laughs) What do you think he's doing now? Like, I mean, he's not in WWE anymore. He's just...
1: No, Live he's just life? living the life, man. He's giving he's got a people big ranch.
0: stone cold summers. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's just got a big ranch and he he I follow him on Instagram and he's got a big ranch out there and he just you know, I think he comes Where, to in Russell, Texas. I believe it's in Texas Rattlesnake uh ranch, but um, don't quote me on that. But yeah, that's uh Rattlesnake I mean,
0: just, Ranch. What is it? Like Neverland Ranch? Like Michael Jackson, no, you or? never
1: knew his nickname. Remember, he was called the Texas Rattlesnake, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was his nickname? Come on, Grossy. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> I didn't know the his property after him. I mean, Rattlesnake Ranch, you know. I don't know if that's true. I was just maybe making that's that. Up. Cool. I don't really know. It's I don't probably. really know to tell you the truth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he did call him the Texas rattlesnake, so I mean he's a stud. Yeah. he's a beast. He's a, he's an old school legend. So yeah, nice.
0: So I think we can keep rolling, man. We got some some momentum, or we're coming up on an hour here, but I, we'd be remiss, I think, if we didn't talk about. A little bit of baseball action just because we're we're so close yeah. to the playoffs here. I think most teams probably last week have yeah, last week four or five games left for for most of them. Um, you know, again, listeners, watchers are gonna come to know that you know I'm a diehard Mets fan, you're a diehard Yanks fan. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. our teams didn't come through this year. Yeah. I uh you know, when when Diaz went down beginning of the season. You hate to write it off right away, but it just seemed like the season was already over for the Mets. And you know, they—I wish I could say they even hung around, but they—they they really didn't. They—they <laughs> they were never really in the contest, you know, for much of the year. You guys, on the other hand, were in it for a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, we were in it, and we just had a freak accident. I mean, Aaron Judge playing athletic—he's in Dodgers yeah. Stadium, runs into a wall, and messes up his big toe. It's, uh, yeah. it's crazy to think the big toe is that important, but I mean, when you really look at it, it's for all your movement, it's in his back leg. So you need to have that for balance, for power. So just a yeah. freak injury. It's just him, him being athletic, him going for a ball and never saying no. Yeah. So that's really what derailed us. I mean, he was out 50 games. Look at Garrett Coles probably win the Cy Young and we're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, so.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious your thoughts because, um, you know, as we as we look at the playoff matchups, people are already starting to talk about um, the, you know, the, the MVP awards, which I want to ask you about too. But the, the one thing I'm most curious about is what do you think about Otani? Like, you know, they shut him down, I think, a couple weeks ago because Angels are out of the race. But there was some talk about him clearing out his locker, you know. Yeah, the, uh,
1: he's – I don't know, he – he got hurt, and I think he wanted to go back to Japan, be with his family. And That's he, what I heard. Yeah, Do you think yeah, he's awesome.
0: done with Major League Baseball here in the states?
1: Oh, or no, not you at all. No, the weird thing with him is he's having Tommy John surgery, so he's not pitching next year, but he's going to be able to hit. So he'll be good. He's not going to get the five hundred million that people are talking about, but he's still he's still a beast. I mean, he's still a good player. I I would say that he's got the MVP locked up, and. NL, I think Ronald Acuna has got the MVP locked up. I mean, Ronald Acuna, he's putting up numbers that never been seen before. 40 home runs and 60 stolen bases. I mean, get out of town where those numbers are never been seen.
0: Yeah. It's definitely impressive, you know, Yeah. Uh, but I I did hear, you know, there's people that are strongly considering Mookie. You don't, you don't think that he's worthy of being in the conversation. I I think he
1: is. I think he is him and also Freddie Freeman and also Matt Olson. But, I mean Ronald Acuna. I mean, you, you just—he's a five-tool player, as they would say. You know, a five-tool yeah. player. I mean, he's 60 stolen bases. I mean, that's unheard of from like a stolen base dude. And then also to hit 40 home runs, and also play a pretty solid outfield. I mean, I think it's his to get wrapped up. AL MVP. Like I said, I think it's Shohei wrapped up. So yeah, you know, we'll see. I mean, like I said, last week of the season. I, I think you know it's a, it's going to be interesting. I think Tampa's might have a nice little run. Toronto, it's going to be interesting, but the Orioles look good. I mean, the Orioles are coming out of nowhere, they got young squad, young, young squad. The Orioles do. So, yeah.
0: So, I'm it's looking be at interesting. the race here. Um, you know, being here in Florida, we both, you know, I'm, I'm a bit closer to the, the Bay Area than you are, but, you know, we, we both follow the race quite a bit. And, um, you know, they're, they're already in in the the playoffs a while ago but you know they they trailed the o's i mean and the time is kind of running out i was really hoping that they would get that top spot and win the division but i don't think it's going to happen now if i'm doing the math correctly yeah i got them two and a half out
1: with like five to play i believe who has five to play either four or five to play for the Rays, and they're two and a half out
0: so i think they've only got three to play. If I do the math correctly, it looks like. Well, if they're finishing up their series at
1: Boston, they'll have the weekend. So, three on the weekend. So, yeah, three to play with two and a half out. So, they're, uh, their elimination yeah. number is three. So, that means that they – three more games and they're going to be eliminated from the the division championship. Got it. Yeah. But the Orioles are tough, yeah. man. they got a nice young squad. And they're tough.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that because the one thing that impressed me I didn't really realize that everybody always instantly knows the Rays and been doing it for years now with such a low payroll, and they're they're usually credit to them. They're they're in the hunt, you know. They're year after year they're in the mix, and you know oh, yeah. I don't know how to do it. Small ball, small payroll. You know they they promote from within their their farm system. Their scouts seem like they're top notch, but I noticed this year the O's seem like they're playing from the same playbook and the same script. You know they've got. I think an even lower payroll than the Rays do, you know. And I, I had no idea. So here you have two of these teams that have just, you know, flipped baseball upside down, at least for this season. You know, they're they're so competitive. They're gonna be in the the race for the series. And then you got again teams like ours who are number one and number two in spending and oh, yeah. just can't do anything with it. So I, I think you gotta really give credit to the the both the O's and the Rays. And You know, as much as I for years have wanted to have an owner like Cohen on the Mets to just have that, you know, almost endless piggy bank like you guys have had and with Steinbrenner for so many years, I hate to say it, but should have probably known that, you know, while you guys have had success, I think you'd probably be the first to admit and agree that the amount of money that you've spent, especially over the last decade or so, hasn't resulted in in championships. So, again, as much as I'm thankful to have an owner like Cohen – What's it gotten us so far? I mean, we we, we had to ship out Scherzer and Verlander. I mean, I wasn't thrilled about those signings to begin with because of the, both their ages. But, you know, paying them the money we did, some of these other guys. What's it getting us when you can look at teams like the O's and the Rays who are doing it for pennies, you know?
1: Yeah, it's just going back to the Rays. The reason why they do it, they got the best manager in baseball, Kevin Cash. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I mean, yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. They got a good scouting department. They always draft well, and they, they have really good minor league coaches. I mean, look at their team. I mean, before that whole crap at Rod Franco, I mean, he was number one prospect at eighteen years old. They signed him to that yeah. big, big, huge deal. I mean, they they got another dude coming up, uh, junior, junior, something. I saw that he came up the other day. He's another good player. So, I mean, they they just know what they're doing. Kevin Cash is a good coach, and and the Orioles they were bad so for so long. Maybe they weren't taking they weren't tanking per se, but they they got top draft picks i mean look at their team yeah their whole team is number one or number two round draft picks so i mean they just know what they're doing and it's crazy i mean well i mean our boys we just yeah we spend a lot of money i mean for you guys you haven't won since 86 we haven't won since 09 so we're we're looking i mean we're the money it, it goes the same money doesn't buy championships which i like that it shows parity in baseball you know it shows parody yeah. that you don't spend the most money you're not going to win i mean you need to have skill You got to have coaching, you got to have, you know, scouting. So it's just, it's fun. It's a a fun game to watch. And I touched on uh, the guy I wanted to
0: talk about for a minute because I did see an article about him today. I didn't get to dive into it, but they said the investigations are still continuing for for Franco. I mean, such a shame, I guess, what's happened to that guy. I don't want to say that to make people think I feel bad for him because my honest opinion is given what we know right now, you know, I'm not going to crucify the guy, you know, maybe he'll get his day in in court. Like he, you know, anybody would deserve, but certainly from, from what I've heard, you know, it doesn't look good. um, So I don't feel bad for the guy, but you know, things will obviously come to light, but do you think he finds his way back to the Rays or to any other team, given, you know, how young he actually is? Um, You know, I guess the outcome of this, if he's, if he's vindicated, you know, and and he doesn't actually have to pay any, you know, legal penalties, prison time, things like that. We don't we don't know all the details. But if he's exonerated, you know, can he get past, I guess, this tarnished image that probably people are going to have of him no matter what? I mean, we just know sometimes people get blacklisted, you know, even if it's not your fault, the court of public opinion, you know, there's just no one doing that sometimes. So. You think he can get past this and actually continue his career?
1: I mean, I don't. I mean, even if he gets vindicated, even if he gets, you know, everything dropped. I mean, look at Ray Rice. I mean, that's not yeah. similar but kind of similar. I mean, yeah. he beat up his he beat up his his girlfriend or wife whatever and yeah. it was on camera. I mean, look what happened to him. He never got back. So it's always yeah. going to be held over over their head. You know, it's always going to be, okay, well, Ronda Franco, okay, you were accused not Mm -hmm. not you know guilty of it but still yeah and then nowadays with everything going on in society i mean people don't like that anymore it's not how it used to be you know yeah and which that's never it's always frowned upon but now it's frowned upon even more so yeah i don't think that he ever comes back i mean he's only 20 years old but i don't think he's able to come back just because that's going to be over his head all the time one slip up yeah i mean this is a huge slip up I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. If I was a, if I was an owner, and people were like, "Should we get this dude?" I'd say, "Hell no." I mean, that's just my yeah. thoughts. I mean, that's what he's accused of. That's blasphemy, freaking. Hmm. Yeah. I Man, how the you, heck do you? you do hope that? It's
0: not true. I mean, like I said, I think everybody. You know, but where did it come from, though?
1: Somebody is trying to get money. Like, where did it come from? It had to come somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, it had to have come yeah. from somewhere. And yeah, it's not I mean, one person, it's like three people, isn't it? Three different girls.
0: I think it is a few, and and you know, you you hope that that's not the type of thing that anybody makes up. You know, I mean, what that's you what I'm gotta saying. Start why, if it wasn't true, whatever it is, you know, why fabricate something like that? Because, yeah. like you said, it, it, is it money? You know, extortion. Put yeah, in the bug You, you really it's money. are. Yeah, you're ruining somebody's life. You know, if, it, oh, yeah. if it's not true, you're really doing damage to somebody. But like you said, on the other hand, if it is true, pretty reprehensible. You know, you will oh, have for sure. Face, you know, the consequences of that. Um, but it's unfortunate because, like I said, I mean, given the position the Razor in, he was such a promising, budding star. And, you know, you think about it, you know, there, there is a lot of competition in that division. And, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, earlier with, with Travis Hunter being out, you know, all it takes is one missing missing link. You know, one piece of the puzzle goes missing, and all of a sudden you don't have that, that same completeness, you know, maybe get you over the hump, so um, it'll be interesting, you know, if you, who you got now before, before we even get into the playoffs, who, who do you think's making it to the series from the East and from the NL, from the AL, and ultimately who you got winning it all?
1: So you can't really bet against the Bravos, man, they're playing their butts off, I mean, you look at their team, they're setting records, they have, they're going to have the most guys, they're going to hit the most home runs, they already have the most guys that hit 30-plus home runs in a lineup. So you really can't go against them. And, I mean, right now I'd go Bravos, and then I'm just looking at the standings myself. I mean, Baltimore is a good team. They're young. Minnesota sucks. Tampa, we just went over Tampa. So either Texas or Houston, and I'd probably go Houston just because of experience. So I would think um, Houston and Bravos, man. I mean, that's that's what I'm looking at. I mean, the Dodgers, have been playing their asses off too, but – the Bravos just have a heck of a team, man. That lineup is just – you can't really mess with it. So, I would go Bravos, Astros, and Bravos. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's – Yeah, I mean – We I, saw them live in color a couple months ago. We saw them – you know, we saw the Bravos live. They, they yeah. good. I saw them live a couple weeks ago in Miami also. They, they got yeah. a good team. They their do. Their coach is really good too. I like their one coach. That.
0: Yeah. That's another one that that, that pains me to – Oh, me too. To, to admit. Being a you know a diehard Mets fan, you know to to see the Braves, really everybody in our division almost is better than us nowadays. But the Braves especially is is always hard to watch. Uh, you know they had such success last year. It's one of those things where you wonder if they can you know repeat and you know continue to build upon that. It certainly looks like they have. I mean i I don't think they've missed a step this year. They've basically leading the division. And and really the the conference in the league for much of the season, you know, they, it, oh, yeah. there's not been a whole lot of jostling at the very top. There's been a couple teams that were close, but even now they still got a two game lead over the O's. Uh, first team to get to 100 wins so far, the only team so far to get to 100. Yeah. Um, you know, I it's hard not to pick them, so I I got to go with them. You know, from the NL. If it's not them, I mean, the Dodgers do look like the next best. But to be honest, I think, yeah. I think the Phillies could make, uh, you know, a splash. I, I think they've kind of been the thorn in some teams' side, and I I could see them shocking some people. So my pick in the NL would be the Braves first, maybe Philly second. And in oh, wow. the AL, wow. I, I got a little bit of a soft spot – not a soft spot, but I, I – I got pulling in on Baltimore. I mean, it's it's the easy pick, maybe you know, but they've just, yeah. like I said, their lineup. You know, I don't see a lot of holes in it, and they've been consistent. You know, they weren't up at the top to start the season, but post All Star break, they've been really, really consistent. You know, their their run differential is is just stupid high. I mean, they're not oh, yeah, quite well, as high as the Rays, but. Yeah I mean they're they're up there just like some of the other big ones. Um and I've just been really impressed with how consistent they've been. So um AO I'm going the O's and um you know I, again I think it's easy, but I I kind of got the, the Braves repeating, yeah. you know, and, and winning again as much as it pays well, yeah. me.
1: But the Astros won last year, the Braves won two years ago.
0: Two two years ago, I meant. But you know, like yeah, two yeah. out of three, I mean it's I know. You know, that's – even that's hard to do. There's – in baseball, there's a lot of parity, you know. I mean, so, you know, it, I don't want to throw the dynasty word out there, but, you know, they're – in my book, they're up there. You know, winning two out of three is impressive. You know, if they could string together consecutive wins, um, you know, it, it's just impressive what they've done there. seem like they're built to win again and built to win for the foreseeable future.
1: Oh, for sure. I'm with you on the Orioles, but like like I was going on my piece – you know, we have a friend of ours, you know, he always says they got to make it one year in the playoffs and then go from there. So Orioles, I've yeah. made the playoffs in a couple of years. I mean, I like them. They're just young. That, that's, that's my piece. So yeah. that's why I put Houston. I mean, Houston's got that experience. They got Verlander back. They, they just, they just know what to do. I mean, I, yeah. I do like the Orioles. It's just, they're young. So that'd be my only thing with the Orioles, but um yeah. it should be an exciting playoffs sucks that none yeah. of our boys are in there. So I don't know how much I'll watch it per se. Cause I mean, I love baseball, but when the boys aren't in there, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to hard to get behind yeah. it and, and dedicate three to four hours of your night or day of it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like I said earlier, you know, I think you just you root for an exciting game. You know, when our oh, teams because yeah. we are blue collar guys, we're, we're passionate mm-hmm. Um, when, when our when my team isn't in it. You know, I we love sports. So, you know, if we're out and about or, you know, it's raining, there's nothing to do outside or something. and I'm, I'm looking for something. I'll. I'll tune in. I'll watch, you know, and all I'm looking for at that point is just an entertaining game, you know. So um, that's what I hope to see. I, I think we're going to get that. Uh, I think we are too. You know, uh, I have that soft spot for the Rays. I like to cheer for the local teams here in the, so in the Tampa Bay area. So I'll be, I'll be dialed into them, and I'll, I'll be, I'll be rooting for them.
1: Once we got um, our place, a little Fergies, you know, we always love us some Fergies. So yeah. hey, shout out you to Fergie's. Shout out Ferg's. To, spot, to Fergs! What's the you know, that.
0: that when they when the right. rays build their their new stadium in a couple of years that that better not change you know oh it's Birds not changing is, uh, it's if not you changing. look at the rendering they're going to have a lot of stuff around the the arena it looks like stadium which is a great thing i you know going back to the braves you know it, it hates me to say this too but i uh i've been to their their new stadium that they got a couple of years ago and uh oh, yeah that's a hell of a time man the, the it's it's truly a complex they they did it right with the uh, the restaurants, the stores, the shops, you know,
1: the that like hotel. I mean, hotel room and watch a game from it. I mean, what the heck? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's it's, oh, it's yeah. a great atmosphere. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And, um, you know, to see that the Rays might have something like that, hopefully um, it's been a long time coming. But hopefully the facility and the surrounding areas is, is, is state of the art, you know, because they do deserve it. The, the, the fans deserve it. The team deserves to play in a quality arena something to be proud of, you know, I, I don't think, you know, the the Rays have been good for a while now, um, but they obviously haven't gotten over that hump, and and maybe that's the missing link, you know, is, is playing in front of a, a, you know, a packed crowd in a a beautiful stadium, you know Um, you know, that could lead to some inspiring play, you know, but um, I'm excited to see that. And I, I really hope Ferg stays because it's oh, such a staple, for, it's a staple. Before, it's an before and after games, man,
1: it's, you, uh, it's an still institution. out of the game. You yeah, know? it's an institution. Awesome. Institution, Fergies. It is love that place. Yep. So we've
0: been going for over an hour now, man. This has been awesome. Um oh,
1: it's been lovely. It's been great. I mean, it's we just, got a couple
0: more things I think we can touch on before we call it a wrap for episode one. I think we go back to football for a moment because we, we opened with that. We we shared some thoughts, but you know, we we've got a, a week coming up with some some good matchups and we, we won't be able to talk to folks until it's all over and we come back post post week four. So what uh what do you think about the upcoming week? What's what's the matchup that you you're most but looking uh, forward to or
1: that stands out? Pulling that bad boy up right now. So we got you know, Thursday night, Packers, Lions. Should be a pretty solid matchup. Lions Lions are they're an up-and-coming team. Their coach is their coach. I mean, Campbell, he's he's something else, man. But you know, he's got that team pumping. And then we got our first slate of London football games. We got the Jaguars against the Falcons, 9.30 on Sunday. And I, I think the best game on the slate, Dolphins and Bills in Buffalo. That's going to be a great game. I, I think um, really going to tell a lot about the, the Dolphins, as we mentioned earlier in the show. We're going to tell a lot about the Dolphins. Going to Buffalo, you know, their squad. And let's we'll see what else we got on some teams. I mean, we have. I think
0: you're you're dead on with the the Miami. Yeah, I, mean, I think Buffalo that's like games. the biggest game. I
1: mean, the Patriots go to Dallas. I mean, Patriots. I mean, there's really those are like the major games. That's like the major game, I believe. I mean, the other game that's pretty yeah. big, Commanders and Eagles. I mean, Eagles should handle them easily, but I think yeah, Dolphins Bills. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? That's probably the best game of the week, you know.
0: Yeah, it certainly looks like it, and and I think you're right. Um, it'll probably be their best test so far, the Dolphins, um, but the Bills as well. You know, I think the the jury's out a little bit on them. Um, you know, I think
1: they played Josh like Allen's they played really awesome good. last week against the Commanders.
0: Yeah, they they did. You know, their their defense really came through for them too. Um, I think Josh Allen's got you know. a a fair amount of heat on him. And, you know, I can't say that it's, it's unwarranted. I mean, you know, he's been questioned for his decision-making uh, you know, exactly, you know, where his head's at sometimes, you know, when he does certain things. I mean, I think everybody uh, loves his ability to, to run the ball, you know, tuck it, run, put that, that shoulder down and, and fight for extra yardage. You know, it's he's got that spirit in him Um some of the other decisions he makes late in games, either forcing throws or maybe just carelessly throwing it out there. You know, he's got one of the worst, um, T D interception ratios when it comes to the red zone in the league. Um, at least as of late. So I'd be interested to see how they, that, that game unfolds. Um, I mean, I don't know if you, if you can take the bills, but you know, Lord knows their fans, in that stadium, um, there's going to be tables breaking left and right, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, Bill's so Mafia, they're, you're gonna be
1: pumped up, <laughs> yeah. Bill's Mafia, you know, I mean, that's a yeah. Bill's Mafia. I mean, that's going off what you yep. said. I mean, it's uh, Josh Allen, yeah, yeah, he does have a bad TD ratio, and he just forces the ball too much, like you were saying, to go off what you were saying. He yeah. needs to just either one run it, or two throw it away, or three just hand it off, you know, yeah.
0: So, I got one for you. It's not a sexy game on the card, but I heard some buzz today about the Colts. They're playing the Rams this week, and Colts are 2-1, and and they've done some work already, obviously, without the big name in Taylor. Um, And, you know, last week and a half, they've done it without their – New young quarterback in Richardson. Um, yeah, you know, I think I don't think anybody expected Minshew to start. And when he finally got the nod after Richardson went down mid-game week two, I, I think a lot of people, even even I know some diehard fans that probably weren't thrilled and, and didn't expect much when he came in. But I'll tell you what, he's earned you know some credit in my book because if you look at his stats, I mean he is kind of the reverse of what we were just saying compared to Alan, where you know, he, he gets a lot of heat, but he actually has a great T D interception ratio. You know, some of his other stats, his QB rating, you know, they're actually quite good for you know when you consider really how much of a journeyman he's actually been. I, I feel like he's a guy who gets a lot of heat. I don't know exactly why to me, it seems a little misplaced or unjust, but I mean, what do you think about him? We don't know exactly when Richardson's coming back. I don't think is he, is he expected to come back this week or is he still in evaluation mode?
1: He's still got that concussion. I mean, I know a lot about Gardner Minshew. He was a a Jaguar boy. So, um, you know, he played in Washington state. He had a a kind of a mustache, funny mustache and a mullet. So he kind of had that going for him. And, you know, here in Jacksonville, he stepped in and he had a, Two about a year and a half. Good football. I mean, he he's a funky dude. He was all about wearing jorts and jean shirts and denim suits. And I mean, he's a good player. I think he's got a good arm. I think I think he's good. I don't think he's a starter per se. I think he's a he's a good backup. But I mean, yeah, like you said, he doesn't have a bad touchdown to interception ratio, which is key. So I, I think he's a good player. I mean, Richardson is just a whole different ballgame. I mean, you can't really compare the two. Richardson's going to give you an edge that. Minshew can't give you. I mean, Bridgeton's going to be running. Minshew's yeah. pretty much pocket passer. So, yeah. I and mean, that is a good game. I mean, there's another game that, you know, not as sexy. I mean, Ravens Browns, they're both two and one. Buccaneers Saints, they're both two and one. So, I mean, there's yeah. some yeah. decent games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be the at Brooks. home. It, it knows if Derek Carr is going to be playing. I mean, he, he messed up his, uh, messed up his shoulder the other night. And so it could be Jameis Winston against his former boys. So that that could be some motivation. And then Kamara's coming off a suspension too. So there's something right there too. Yeah.
0: That's why that game was the other one I was going to mention stood out to me too, for, for all those same reasons, you know, personally, you know, I think I had the Saints probably as the best team in that division at the start of the year. Yeah, that yeah, may still be true, I think, only three games in. But like you said, with, with Carr being out, that um, puts a little wrinkle in the equation. And, and like I said earlier, I, the Bucks look a little better. I think, you know, you and I have some some friends in the area who are, are diehard fans of the team. And I think the general consensus was that even if they were trying, that the Bucks just were not going to be any good, you know, without Brady now. They lost Fournette, some other guys. Um, and not only that but you know even a lot of people i think expected them not to try you know i i don't believe in that kind of stuff we, that's a topic for another day i you, you'll never ever convince me that teams you know will will lose on purpose or will be playing for that draft pick but there are yeah me neither. thousands millions of people out there who believe the opposite you know there are just some people that exactly think that that was what was going to happen that the the bucks were just going to throw in the towel in the beginning but clearly, I think their their play has shown otherwise, and that's another guy who's impressed me this year. I, I personally didn't exactly know what to expect with Baker. Um, yeah, me too. I thought there was a realistic opportunity for you know him to just you know kind of flame out. I, I thought he would get his fair share, which he has. You know, start a couple games this season, have the opportunity to to prove himself in a new system. Um, but I. I thought it could go either way where, you know, he just doesn't do much with it. And then we end up seeing, you know, Kyle Trask get his opportunity. Cause I think he deserves the opportunity to get a look too. You know, he's been waiting in the wings now for a little bit. Um, but to, yeah, to sure. his credit, um, you know, Baker has seemed like he's kind of taken that next step. I think, you know, he's made the most of it so far. He's gotten the team to two and one, um, you know, the bucks definitely have you know some holes, but they're, they're in the conversation, and honestly, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think that division is still completely up for grabs. I mean, think about Oh, it's about wide open.
1: Yeah, it's the wide Boston, open. Saints, I mean, yeah.
0: The Panthers, the Falcons. I mean, yeah. at this point, honestly, I don't think there's a more even division in the league because I can't look at those four teams and tell you who's the worst or who's the best. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that is
1: just as even as it gets right now through three games. Oh, for sure. And I mean, the Bucks still have Mike Evans, they still have Chris Godwin, and they still have a good defense. So, I mean, yeah. Baker, Baker's no slouch. I mean, this dude won a Heisman trophy at Oklahoma. This dude won a playoff game in Cleveland in Pittsburgh. So he's nothing. he was number one overall pick too. So he's he's a legit NFL player. I mean, he's he just got a raw deal in Cleveland, which everybody knows he got a raw deal in Cleveland. I mean, yeah, he's he's got the talent. They still, like I said, they still have Mike Evans, he's still top of his game. Chris Godwin still top his game. Their defense, Devin White, still a hell of a linebacker. So the, the division is definitely wide open. I mean, you got a yep. lot of young quarterbacks, a lot of young teams, a lot of rookies. So I think that might be yeah, wide open division, maybe one of the best divisions in football. Yep.
0: So I got something for you. We know we got to wrap this up. But before we yep. do, I want to do this during the NFL season while we have the opportunity. Looking at the scores here, I want us both to throw out our lock of the week, All right. the team that is going to win no matter what, no doubt in your mind, with the caveat being you can't use the highest spread on the board for that week. So looking at it right now, it's the 49ers Cardinals' largest spread. So taking that game off the table because yep. it's easy and implied – Give me your lock of the week and then reverse it and give me your upset
1: of the week. And I'm going to do all the same. I off. want us, before we leave out, off. each week. I got Minnesota minus four against Carolina. Uh, Minnesota's too good of a team to be 0 and 3, my man. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Anthony, uh, Alexander Mattinson. They're too good to be 0 and 3. So that's my lock minus four. And you want the upset? Is that what you said? I want the upset, yeah. All right. And then my upset would be all right. Give me one second. Um there's
0: there's a lot out here. I mean,
1: there is there's a lot of spreads this week. That's that's one of the reasons why I want it. I mean it's not really an upset, but dolphins plus two and a half. I think the dolphins are gonna beat the bills in Buffalo. So it's so, not technically an upset, but they're getting two and a half points. And and I like they are. Miami getting two and a half. So got it. Doesn't really meet the criteria of an upset because they're undefeated and the Bills aren't, but they're yeah. going on the road. So those would be my two. I mean that's I that's, like that's where I'm going with. Yeah, that's wrong with what you got.
0: So I'm looking at it here, you know, the Lions minus two. I mean, I think that's appropriate. I don't see I don't really see Green Bay winning that game, but they are in Green Bay. Um, mm-hmm. there's there's a possibility there. You know, I do think the Jaguars are probably gonna bounce back. They're at home,
1: no, probably they're... gonna beat the Falcons. I, I don't know they're that in I London. can go with that. Huh? They're in London. Oh, they're in London. What's the London game? Yeah.
0: You're right about that. Yeah, interesting. Um, still don't know that I love it. You know, Houston. Steelers is a, is a tight one to call Colts Rams. I mean, I, I can't believe that's yeah, a you one just point went over spread. That. Yeah, um, Saints Bucks. I mean, you know, I, that's gonna be my upset of the week. Bucks right now are plus three. Um, yeah, I
1: got them plus three also. Wow, that's a good I like night. the
0: Bucks to win that game. Um, you know, they're, they're on the road, but you like know, that. potentially no car and the way that the Bucks lost. To the Eagles. I, I think that makes them look worse than they are because, you know, we talked about it before. The Eagles are just, they're in that other stratosphere with teams yeah. like, you know, Thousands the and Chiefs, 49ers. The Niners. Yeah. Those three or four teams, I mean, they're just on another level. So I got the Bucks to beat the Saints in New Orleans. And then, you know, my lock of the week, you know, not taking the, uh, the 49ers game, I think. I think I got to go Eagles. You know, I I normally – people will know this about me. You know, I like to get down with some bets from time to time, and typically what I do, I usually (laughs) stay away from division games. But in this particular case, I don't see a way for the the commanders to upset the Eagles, so I'm going Philly with my lock of the week.
1: Yeah, that's a big spread.
0: It is. But, I mean, you know, I I just – I can't bring myself to see them getting upset. You know, I just I don't. They looked convincing to me against the Bucks, and you know I, I know people are big on Sam Howell and and the way that the the Commanders have played so far this season. Um, they they have impressed me. They've been better than I expected. But I, I to, if you ask me, pick the Bucks or the Commanders. I, I think the Bucks are better. So oh for I sure, expect, yeah, me too. I expect to, I don't know that I expect the Commanders to beat. I mean uh, the Eagles to beat the commanders the same way they did the Bucks, but uh I expect them to win. So I like cool. it. We got a, a couple like things to uh to revisit next week. Yeah, we'll see how we, we, do how what we did
1: lost. yeah, write yeah. those bad boys down on your notes. We'll see how we did.
0: I, I am. Tell me again who you got. You went dolphins, right?
1: I went dolphins as my upset at plus two and a half. And yep. then I went um your lock. Yeah, it was uh Oh, Vikings, minus four gets Vikings the Panthers.
0: Minus four. Yeah. I like it. And I went plus, plus three was my upset, my lock. Yep. It's Philly, which is showing eight. Minus Latin. eight. You've yep, seen. I got
1: eight, too. Yep, 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 yep. So that's
0: that's it. I like those. They're, they're aggressive, but we got something to hey, review. We're
1: aggressive individuals. That's what we can do, my man. Yeah. That's so what we can yeah. do. Yeah.
0: My man, hour and a half talk time. Our first round, amazing. going amazing,
1: it. phenomenal. It's yeah.
0: I'm i kind of having a hard time putting it into words because you know as we open the show, this was a long time coming. Oh um, for sure. You know where people are going to learn. You know for us, this is this is starting out as a hobby. We have no idea what this is going to become. Um, you know we hope you know we develop some kind of meaningful following. You know we're gonna spread this word, you know, over time, we're going to bring on, you know, different people that we hope to to interview, you know, professionals, athletes, people in the world of sports. We're going to bring on, you know, friends and colleagues, people that we know, you know, just, just make this something, you know, fun, you know, and, and an opportunity to to engage with, with listeners. So, you know, this is, I hate to be cheesy and corny, but you know, it's, it is a bit of a dream come true. I mean, you know, it's, having the technology and the tools and, and a friend and a partner like you that that has oh, sort of the yeah. same vision and is happy to do this, man. It's it's an awesome yeah. time. Oh, it's, it's not great. just words speak for me and words out. It's 100% the truth. So I, uh, I'm glad you're here, man, for this ride.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, uh, it's fun. You know, you uh, brought it to me a little bit ago, and, you know, I thought about it and put it in fruition, and it's like we're doing this, and it's just really easy. That's what we're going to yeah. go with. I mean, that's how I'm going to go at it. It's easy. You know, we're, we're just talking about sports. That's all we're doing, man. Talking about sports. And, you know, we're just giving our opinions, right or wrong. Hate us or yeah. love us. Just listen to us. Have fun. And, you know, let us know. You know, we, we'll see yeah. where we can go with it. It's just going to be a, a fun, easy ride. It's not costing us anything. We're just making it happen, you know.
0: Yeah, that's well said. I'm, I'm glad you said that. And I'm, I'm going to echo that 100% because, you know, we talked about this a lot, you know, again, we don't know exactly what direction the show is going to go, you know, any given week, any given minute, you know, we're just going to really talk about stuff that's top of mind all these current yeah. events and stories. Um, but we're not trying to be anything in particular, you know, I mean, we, you and I both, you know, we get our, our information, our opinions from a lot of different sources, you know, no, nope, we're not kidding ourselves. We're not, you know, Trailblazers here. We're not doing anything that really hasn't already been done. But at the same time, you know, we do hope we we bring something to the table, you know, entertaining, number one, informative, educational, all those different things. But we're not, you know, we're not trying to be anything in particular. We're not trying to, you know, go viral if that happens. Awesome. You know, but, yeah. you know, we're really truly just here to to talk sports and and, you know, have a good time. So, you know, we have the same vision. I think that's what makes – you and I are good
1: partners. Oh, for sure. I mean, we're just not to be not to continue on what you just said. But we're just 30, 30 year old dudes and we watch sports. We work regular jobs. You know, we're either if we're not doing this right now, we're sleeping. So, this is just an extra, an extra, That's right, you know, uh, what else an extra positive. Lives? What else are we going to do with our lives? Are we sleep when we die. Yeah. That's what I always say sleep when you die. So, I love it. I love it. Might as well talk sports and gain opinions, gain, uh, give our opinions and just. Roll with it, man. I'm just it's easy. I love it. Easy, easy.
0: I love it, man. So easy, easy. next week we'll have hopefully as good of a show. Hopefully we had a good one today. I think we did. Next week, you know, we'll have a better one. The the goal right now is to, to bring on a guest or two. We're not going to drop exactly who that will be yet. It'll be a little bit of a surprise, maybe a teaser. Um, hopefully it could be somebody from the world of sports. You know, if, if they. Give us the green light. Um, should make for a good show. Make sure you got another beer for me next week. I know you got a couple lined up. but
1: man, I'm interested my middle name is, is ICB, dog. ICB. I, <laughs> I know. I love it, man.
0: So I'm going to get us out of here, Dan. This was awesome. Yeah. Let's do it again
1: next awesome. week. I'll see you, bro. Deuces. Yeah, buddy. Later. Everybody come see the greatest show. Gather up all and come Everybody come see the greatest show. Gather up.
0: Everybody come see the greatest show. Gather up all the colossi. Everybody come see the greatest show. Everybody come, everybody come, everybody. Colossi, greatest show. Colossi, colossi, colossi.